and we are live hey concrete hey 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 what's good honey the end of an era it's the end of the weekend and i'm sad of an era why is it the end of an era because i had a good weekend and i didn't want it to end oh it was a whole era though yeah girl it was lit okay okay yeah, um yeah, yeah i'm sad I, I feel you i let me see my weekend was it was pretty chill um this is the second week in a row that i've had a chill weekend lower let 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 it continue um so i don't have no complaints but like literally 60 seconds before i logged in i cracked my mother freaking screen and i am so mad about OMG, it omg on oh, your computer it's to be like 300 no on my phone um and i got a screen protector on it though whole screen like and i'm not one of those people that can walk around with the cracked screen you know how some chicks like you cut they cut your finger if you touch they fall. like i could never <laughs> ever yeah, so I'm mad about that. Yeah, I would be mad too. How did you drop it? Um, I was about to go to the restroom and I had it in my hand and I dropped it on our hardwood floor. So like it hit the corner. So that's probably why it cracked despite the fact that it has a screen protector on it. And it cracked in like, it's, you know, like the corner. It's like a spider crack. So I'm pissed oh. about it the worst i don't like spending unnecessary money baby like that could be money i'll spend on something i will enjoy what the heck and then okay so you must have an apple yes oh god you i feel some boy. type of way about it yes Girl, you should shit have you got to pay <laughs> No. I don't even know how much it's like $279 or something like girl, that. This is why you, we screen. gotta go back to the damn Nokia's. Girl, oh. I heard they're coming out with a flip phone. I'm I need to get me one because I can't be going through this. Who's coming out with a flip phone? Somebody's supposed to be coming out with back out with a flip phone. Oh, Samsung Wax. Never mind, child, because oh. <laughs> and they coming out like somebody. I was like, for what? Like, why though? Mm -mm. Listen, I might need one. You, I ain't had these problems when I had a flip phone. I wasn't breaking you know screens what? and whatnot. I mm. think that damn Nokia was like the hardest phone to break ever. <laughs> Look, see, that's what I'm talking about. I need one. This is the first time I've cracked my screen in like five years, though. And I probably only cracked my screen once. I'm generally, I always have a case on my phone. And I am, oh, oh. My fiance just went to the gym. When he comes back and I tell him, I already know I'm going to hear his mouth because he ordered me an ugly outer box for this phone. Like, I really was going to keep that on. So, he about to talk mad crap. But Why that's you all right. Why the outer box on? Because it's ugly. Who want that big bulky? You got an outer box on your phone? No, nah, girl. Curtain uh, <laughs> listen. <laughs> ain't nobody. It's big, bulky, and ugly. It's functional. I get it. But like, bro, ain't nobody walking around with that on their phone. I got to have a cute case. I got a cute little new case on my phone that did not protect it at all. That's <laughs> why I'm uh, broke now. But it's all good. My cute little case. Listen, it's so cute. But it's there like it's not protected. It doesn't protect. You remember the uh, phone clips like people used to <laughs> <laughs> You mean like people in Mississippi still can't? 
Girl, I'm not about to do this with Mr. Listen, Sydney. if you you know you got you a sugar daddy, if he got that damn phone, click to the side, but you know he Listen, is. don't let him have on the barbecue sandals with the phone on the side, baby. And the Bluetooth, Look. baby. He, oh, yes, that's the Bluetooth. Listen, you know that barbecue curl is too? finna be on point. Girl, let him have a curl in his head. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> you got you a good one at that point. But um, how has your weekend been? You crying for it coming to an end, so it must have been a good one. Yes. Um, Curlin actually took me out for date night, so mm. he keep me under the stairs all weekend. Okay. And, um, got a chance to kick it with a couple people, so okay. it was a really, really good weekend. Like I was like, hmm, I was satisfied. I you know what I'm saying? Like it sounds like a fun one, child. I didn't do too much of anything. I went to brunch with one of my close friends and yes. had a good little brunch and some little mimosas. And you drank um, the mimosa, child. I did. And at first it was like so freaking good. I don't even remember what it was, but it was, um, I, I ordered two. I only finished one and like just a little bit of another, but, um, it was so good. And I'm like, Oh, this is, you know, I, I don't feel nothing. I'm good. She like, okay, you saying that you're going to be off your tail. I'm like, girl, like I literally feel nothing. And it was packed. So we ended up sitting at the bar when I got down from that stool, baby, like my legs felt so heavy. You wasn't lit girl. Oh, Oh no! I feel Let it. me tell y'all how concrete do me every time we go out. I'd be like, "Concrete, let's go and take some shots of this tequila over here." <laughs> what? Oh my gosh! I would never take a shot. <laughs> I already told you. I, I like mixed drinks. It gotta be real. I'd be like, "Let's get a Long Island." Oh my god! A Long Island is too strong. I want oh. like it gotta be like a daiquiri or margarita Child. stuff like that. I'm a. You know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna get you some of that damn Everclear because that shit don't got no taste. And then, girl, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Cause uh, you be playing. Like uh, next time we go out, I'm gonna have a cocktail. Like, and then I'd be far from home. Like at least here, I was probably 20, 30 <laughs> minutes from home, so it wasn't it wasn't too bad. But you I wasn't like, learning how to drive in the A now, child. So <laughs> ah! oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that that part too. Uh oh, um, wait a minute, Concrete. We got a new member up in this family. Okay. Welcome Hi. to the family. Thank you, Michael. Um, I'm the sure family. there's gonna be some content that you will enjoy. Absolutely. Um, one of these days when Concrete get her life together, we will be doing some members only content, but you know. Like, like y'all know, I'm the subservient one here, so I have to wait till she says. They know that's a damn lie. You a whole savage. They like Weenie. You can't even sell that to us. You can't. She bullies me every week about these topics. I ain't even gonna tell y'all she bullies me, but oh, y'all know. Nobody believe it. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. But what's some tea? Before we get off into the topic, um, I'm sure there was something that happened that I wanted to discuss and I can't. Oh, who Kelly it. Price ass coming up missing and oh. they saying she in a drug coma? What? No, I forgot about that. What's what's good with that? Girl, Kelly is missing. Kelly ain't called nobody. Kelly ain't called her <sighs> sisters, her cousins, her aunt. her lawyer nobody. says she ain't missing. Baby, the lawyer is you know, okay. I think the lawyer is part of the Illuminati mm -hmm. and I think that the lawyer will say anything so that people can think Kelly is okay before they mm. clone her. That's what I think. 
Yeah, I do think that's extremely <laughs> mysterious, especially that her kids haven't heard from her. Though. Her like, kids, man. You won't reach out to like, your baby. People that she birthed mm. haven't heard from her. Yeah, they getting ready to clone her. And then she about to be a big pop star. She probably lost like 80 pounds or some shit. Pop star? Oh, she might have had some surgeries. Maybe she land local. She had some surgeries. Girl, you would still that. contact somebody if you had a I surgery. Mean, you would think. I mean, if she had the surgery that make your head look big, but your body look small, she would still tell somebody. I think they yeah. just kidnapped Pilly and they tr- um they cloning her. So that's a little weird, definitely. Uh, I forgot all about that, but that's um hopefully she saved her because that's a bit scary. Why would she? Don't oh wetness. See, that's why I'm gonna time your ass out. Pilly is not too old. <laughs> Listen, they don't waste no time, like none at all, none, none. sis none at all but um Nicki Minaj uh husband over here harassing folks um Nicki harassing folks yeah we talked about that I know they are um doing their um <laughs> and she basically posted a picture I think they was saying they were that asked, if I, I'm gonna stand beside him yeah that's basically that was like the, look it, I'm that was the definition that was the of my, my entire black ass. Yeah, it was. Posted. She gave them the fu finger. So she yeah, really um, and okay. So do does a person who's committed those type of crimes, um, does society tend to forgive them? Um, it depends on how much money they got, really and truly. You remember what your former president said. If you got money, you can grab them by the you know what. So, um, <laughs> listen. That's big bad, though. Did you see the, the uh, hoe that tried to accuse Will Chamberlain? No, I didn't. I didn't. Girl, but I saw Chris yeah. Cuomo. It looked like everybody, like, all men are, y'all need to be um, very careful in how y'all move because all of y'all are subjected to. And these are women coming back, like the chick who um sent the well put the information out on Chris Cuomo this was like 16 years ago so you might you y'all need to think about chick shot and maybe uh that maybe pissed at you I will say from your hell past. still thinking about somebody grabbing Girl, on say the, the email say listen I'm trying to tell you they need to be aware because especially if she think you got a little bit of power or money baby she's coming for you he grabbed my ass 19 Look, years ago and i was I'm upset just, about that <laughs> i'm trying and to I'm tell you there, you know okay but she don't want him to be fired though like since she wants no, that man to be fired, then, okay the whole it. thing is a lot of this shit sounds extra silly and stupid um it sounds like a money grab it sounds it, it really does sound like a lot of bullshit when you really talk about assault Mm-hmm. And some something really, really bad happening to people, or saying that certain things shouldn't happen at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, got you, got you, got you, got you, got you, got you. But there's a willingness not to hold women to the same accountability as we hold these men. Mm-hmm. If a dude came forward and said that Oprah grabbed him by the balls, you would be like, you know what? You ain't get paid off of Oprah. You remember them fools that came, well, not fools, but the man, man who came out and made those allegations against Cardi, we ain't heard nothing else about nothing. it. And those were like pretty damning allegations. Now, we are not making light of any kind of assault at all whatsoever. However, 
However, um, there is some hypocrisy and it is now uh, people will say, you know, when someone goes through something traumatic, you can't tell them when they need to come out and da 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 da. And I understand that. But I, I, you know, do think that it is mysterious. How, I think that it's a little, you know, questionable. The fact that she came out and she said, revealed what she revealed and um, did it because it, it seemed like right after he started to show support for his brother, which who's also accused of the same thing. Right. Now I'm not defending it. They going out the black men was good for the goose is good for the gander. But I'm just saying you do have to kind of look at it like mm, uh, the timing of it all. I think that if you are waiting 20 and 30 years and you're mm -hmm. comparing sexual assault like sexual assault to sexual assault, like assault, assault. And women are trying to equate those to being the same things, but not, not actually taking any accountability for any of it mm -hmm. um, whatsoever. We have a huge problem. Everybody wants to, oh, he did this to me 30 years ago. And mm -hmm. I decided to come forward and he grabbed my ass and I just didn't like that. And I really felt some type of way. Okay, and I'm not saying that you're not allowed to feel that type of way um, when the incident happens, but grabbing somebody's ass. Um, and your husband was standing right there. And your my husband, husband your, ain't do nothing. Baby, the divorce, I'm filing for the divorce the next day. Like, what's this thing? Like, your what husband here? didn't say nothing. Your husband probably high five the nigga. <laughs> I like, what are we doing? We know how to do it. Could you know. imagine your husband standing right there and somebody walk up to you and hug you and just grab a handful and he don't do nothing? <laughs> we got a whole problem. <laughs> Seriously. They gonna be carrying me out in handcuffs for fighting both of them. I slap the shit out. You know what? And, and it's like, um, I have slapped the shit out of guys for violating me. Like, don't freaking mm. play with me. Like, don't do me. No. Yeah. And yeah, the, the problem is a lot of these women will continue to deal with the people, will continue to work in those environments. Mm -hmm. And they're saying that the money is more important than them actually being sexually assaulted. Mm -hmm. But you don't say anything. And then 20 years later, you've gotten paid. You've gotten your money. But then you come forward 20 years later and it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so mm -hmm. hurt. He hurt me. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's real interesting for sure. Yeah. But uh Sizzle is up in this thing. Hey. Yes. Hello, hello. Hey y'all. Can you hear me? We yes. can. Hey, oh. hey everybody. How's it going? Volume up. Girl, a little it, bit. it went. It has come and gone. Y'all <laughs> found a man yet? Well, you know what? It's lots of them. And it's lots of them listening. We, you, you might have a, a few offers before the end of the show. They may hop up in your inbox because we are in a male-dominated space. So we got lots of men that are listening. Girl, they better speak now, honey. Because by the <laughs> or forever hold y'all peace. I'm just quiet until the end of the show, so I can at least guarantee me at least one of them. <laughs> you don't have a lot of goddamn work to do on these niggas over here, baby. Listen, <laughs> little listen. do you know, they hold listen. projects. Don't do that. Listen, listen. baby, you gonna have to undo trauma, be they mama, mm. um, pat them on the ass. I want you to fix them a sandwich and not not be too opinionated. Be you feminine can't and submissive. Much. Wait, you can't turn your feminine off and on. You gotta be submissive. Right. 
wait a minute. Y'all tell Sizzle not to be too opinionated. That's why I'm single, right? Fucking that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they want in this space. Look, they want you to be a live blow up doll, essentially. That part. <laughs> For real. That fucking part. Like. Oh gosh, she talks too much. She's not submissive. She doesn't call me Black King. It's like, gosh. oh, Lord, wait a minute, subjugation. Listen, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, no. they want to um, your ass down and watch they want a child in a female body. <laughs> Listen, sit your ass in a woman's body. Catch <laughs> wings and be here in a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, we gonna see. We might have some. Once in a while, we get some good quality men in the chat, so we will see if today is that day. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Anybody want to date Sizzle? Just go ahead. <laughs> Girl, we have to do you a show like for the love of Sizzle, honey. Oh, I'm right, that part. Exactly. Oh my God! Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I like it. I'm flying yes. around the world, and I, 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 yeah, where y'all at? <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. I want yes. me a relationship. I mean, like long Alaska longs. Get me an Eskimo. Let me bring him to Miami. Thaw him out. Tell him in Miami, all the guys give their women their entire check. They endorse the whole check in Miami. Oh, okay. See, he but, better. I'm gonna have to keep him away from all the real niggas in Miami. That's <laughs> you gonna have to keep him caged up. Listen, you listen to that bitch if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> they might influence him and um right. give him some red pill knowledge. Cross me out, my man. Uh-uh. Well, are y'all ready to dive off of, into this topic? Right? Let's Back do it. Cap on, let's do this. All right, ladies. Why black women have stopped seeking the validation of black men? What's up with that? Do we want to even start by inquiring as to whether or not we believe that when black women ever sought the validation of black men? And if so, uh, what went awry? You want to start there? Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Sizzle, um, being the guest, you want to uh, take that one first? Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Listen. Okay. Go ahead, then. Drive right now. If somebody drive and I just drive right. Okay. Now, okay. Wow. Well, let, let me say this. Um, I do think that they did seek the validation at some point. Um, I think when everybody didn't have no money, when we was living like we was on good times, and um, we had to worry about the goddamn heat getting cut off and shit, and um worry about the children and we was in the ghetto and we were struggling like shit i think we really really saw the validation of men i really think we did um we kept our hair done we went we had on full damn dresses and pearls and shit we had on overcoats we wore slips because we wanted to be seen as classy and ladylike at some point um when the crack era came and you had chicks sucking dick for a, 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 a hit and then you had welfare come in and they were able to put men out of the house and then women were feeling like they were hurt by men. And so then it became like, you know what? 
Why do I need to seek your validation when all you've done is hurt me? When all I've gone through is pain with you, why should I seek your validation when you're no better mm. than me? And I think that's what kind of popped it off. Um, uh-oh, we just lost Sizzle. Uh-oh, she probably might might have had a connection issue. I'm sure she'll jump, jump back on. Listen to Ash L, but girl. Dragatron now. No, he didn't. Um, look, he's starting early. But um, I want to chime in on that because you laid out a good argument, but I think we got a super chat um, we can read really quick first. Yes. A shout out to all seeing eye. He says, y'all stop hurting my black male feelings. <laughs> listen, oh, you might need some tissue. You might need some tissue today, boo. But listen, I think that you laid out some solid points. Like, first off, I think that black women do seek male validate black male validation and they always have i think that well i'm like previously i would say that um that was one of the major driving factors in why women cared so much about their appearance and why women put their best foot forward and wanted to seem modest and wanted to seem like they would make a good mate um, because they cared so much about the validation of black men. But I don't think anything has changed all that much. Black women still want validation, but I think that black women are now more so seeking validation of white men because they are the dominant force. I think that black women are thinking like, we need to be smarter about how we move. Why just simply seek the validation of black men when they're not the dominant force in this country? Why not go a step above that and seek the validation of white men? Screw black men. We can use them as footstools. That's my opinion. Oh, damn. I'm just saying. Sizzle, what are your thoughts, honey? Why? Why? Why go? Well, see, we know my cousin always hurt my feelings. You don't hurt me again, because while y'all was wearing the stockings and the slips and being dainty and doing the most for these men, I was a stripper at Rolex. Oh, <laughs> 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 I didn't give a fuck about your fucking fucking black man. Does your man have money able dance? Does your oh. man? Does your black man have enough money for a lap dance? By the time I finish, he need to have them coins together. <laughs> So I'm just saying, but I used to be jealous of y'all. I did. Mm. All right, let me let me start from the beginning. I'm always giving y'all these woe is me speeches. Hopefully, somebody will say, "Okay, I'll take you." But um, I remember now we had this conversation before. For those that are just meeting me, um, I've never been in a relationship. I've never had a boyfriend. Any of those things. So now looking back, now I'm in new life. I'm not that same person anymore. Um, looking back. I think someone would probably have to have a conversation with me to help me think differently. But in my mind, I believe that I've never had anyone because I was never set up that way. So when people saw me, they saw this um, motorcycle racer or the stripper or the, you know, the the girl from the, the TV or the girl from the stages, you know, the the girl from the girl used to dance with Luke. Or they, they always saw me with a handle attached to me. That makes sense? Mm, yeah. So yeah. I've been taught now you I can't pour into your cup something that has never been poured into mine. So I've never been taught to be that girl that you taught. Now don't get me wrong. I I was 
I think I might have been about 11 years old. I was the secretary of the number two usher board. My aunt made me do it. So that's probably how I got my reading, writing, what they call it, reading, writing, arithmetic, and, you know, stuff like that. But I was never taught to be a lady or none of those things. I've never, not one time in my life has anyone ever told me or taught me anything. So everything I know, I learned it literally from that asphalt out there or on a stage or something like that. So no one, no guy back over here where we are, no guy in my mind has ever looked at me like, damn, I want Angie Dan. Tell Angie Demi Holletta, you know, she she might make me a good girlfriend or whatever. So I've pretty much just been fucking all my life. Let's just call a cat a fucking kid. So I, do you think certain women don't see, like women who are, you know, stripping or entertainers or even women in the adult film industry, that they are not seeking the validation of men? Um, mm, I'll say this to you. All the girls probably, I think most of them that I know pretty much, they do seek the validation of men. My One of my good friends has a baby by Venus and Serena's dad. One of my, uh, two or three of my other friends have um, babies by y'all pretty decent rappers up there, whatever. You know, all these big time guys. They seek validation, but we always taught to seek money. So mm -hmm. the people with the money, they want their value. Like your regular get up in the morning, go to work, nigga won't stand a chance. He oh, will. wow, he will. that makes sense. But the rest of them, the, my this is in these are the people that are in my world. We're not in your world where, where right. you, know, you always stay professional, always stay the lady, lady mm -hmm. in the sheets and streets or whatever the hell y'all say. Because I was a lady in the streets, and that's as far as I made it. But um, how you? What? What is it? What is it? Um. A lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. Yeah. At least that's what Concrete told me, Chad. <laughs> I can't cook in the street. All that shit happens in the street. So, I, I, those are the people that lived in my same world. All jokes aside, those are the people that lived in my world. So all we know is money. Not me. Because wow. I could care less about that. Like I was pretty much one of the top strippers. If you look it up, you'll see me. And that's not a brag. That's just the truth. But I could never see myself. I'm just taking y'all left so I could bring y'all back right. I could never see myself selling pussy. But I got girls that I used to send. Okay, no, baby, I'm sorry. I don't do that. But let me introduce you to my girl. Those same girls that I used to introduce them to and they go out and they do their thing and come back in. Those girls are married and I'm still single. Mm. That makes me think mm. about the fact that just what she's highlighting, we talk about like women seeking the validation. Like basically there's a hierarchy. Is the validation of men with money or select men or certain types of men more valuable than the validation of your everyday kind of, you know, working class man? Right. I think that's a really, really, really good question because um, it's been said that a small percentage, no, a large percentage of women seek um, the attention and affections of a smaller group of men. And if you do the statistics and you, you look around, um, it's a group of men that have the large majority of women pregnant and with children. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that's a very interesting thing. I want to read these super chats real quick. Shout out to Panther Bamilaki. Bum 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 Bum
I hope I said that right. If I'm if I mispronounce it, I'm sorry. Um, he says, great topic brought to the table. Let's look at the causes and not the consequences, such as validation from our lovely sisters. Um, thank you so much for that. And whoop, whoop, we got a new member up in this thing. What's up, Eugene? Still. Welcome uh, to the family. Welcome. Thank he you so much. Eugene Steele, give me a moment. I got to look him up. He might be marrying me. Hold on. I can't deal. Hey, I got to do that. What I got to do that? <laughs> and shout out to Black Wizard. He says, Sister George, I think you're conflating validation with consideration. Seeking uh -oh. validation and being considering a man's preferences are different. Um, I don't know if I see it like that. I think I got a real good, con um, a real good thought process about what's validation, what versus what consideration is. Um, consideration. Okay, if somebody's considering you, you might be a thought. You might be a thought. You might not be a thought. Um, is them considering you? But I, I think that would come from their end. Um, to be con to con be considered by them. But when you're seeking validation, you're doing that for the purposes of trying to get attention, trying to get respect, trying to um, make them choose you. Um, when you say validation, in my opinion, did I get that wrong? I don't know. Mm. I'm not sure what part of what you said uh, he was referring to when you, he was saying that you were complaining. Yeah. Into, I'm a little lost on that. Me too, but uh, okay, okay. Well, uh, Concrete, do you have um, any questions for Miss Sizzle or, or us? Well, I started with the first one. You want to go? Uh, well, I guess I reworded reworded yours. Otherwise, I can um, I can I can throw one out there. Sure. Uh, I want to know, like, for women, like, if we could talk about the benefits of male validation, like, what does male validation provide to women? Why, you know, even seek male validation? What, what is it that um, that validation provides? Um, you know, uh, I, I guess that's my first question. Oh, Dick, go ahead. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we here for that. We we here for that. We here for that. <laughs> I'm gonna say, like, I think that it's it's a it's a currency. I think that validation in and of itself is a currency. And the reason that I say it's a currency is because even if you look at it, you it's all it, it it's it's pretty tangible if you think about it in the social media realm. Like validation, if someone has an OnlyFans and you have you know a whole bunch of subscribers, if someone get, has over ten thousand subs and as a result they're making money off of Instagram, so that validation has been able we've been able to turn that into something tangible but outside of that i think that it's an ego thing i think that it's an ego boost for women to be validated by men and um that's why you see women like you know that validation and, and well validation and especially if we think about it in the mainstream aspect um women who lead with their accolades and their achievements it's because they feel validated by mainstream society that gave them a degree or some sort of certification and that certification and or degree you can turn it into again something tangible i.e a good job making over six figures luxury vehicles nice clothes 
all the all the things. So I think that it's ego and also it's a currency um, and, you know, you could turn it into something tangible. So I think that's why women seek the validation. And that's one. But those are the two primary benefits for women. You know, oh, go ahead, quickly, I have seen women that use, like you said, their currency, they use their their successes as validation for men but then the men turn them down immediately they see straight through it mm, they see I think that's a really good point too nobody like that because the stigma behind women like that is ugly mm. a lot of men are turned off by women who lead with their accolades they feel like uh oh sorry I was getting a little bit of feedback, but I thought that I think that a lot of men um, are even turned off by it. And that's why, like, they see through it and they feel as though if you're leading with those accolades and, you know, if you're leading with your luxury items and the vacations that you take, that, um, you know, your your character isn't the first thing that they see and that you may be a person of poor character. So they're turned off by it. Right. And that those things that um your successes are all you have to offer. They don't even want to waste their time. You know what I find interesting though? Okay, with the declining marriage rate, and if you do have women that are still seeking validation from men, why aren't these um, women getting married um, if they are looking for the validation of um, men? Because the men aren't marrying like they used to. Mm -hmm. Why do y'all think that is? I'm I think it's primarily because that is not the um, that's not the the reward that women are looking for today. I don't think that modern women see marriage like I don't think that marriage is the goal for modern women, nor do they see that as the ultimate prize that one can attain. I think that they feel as though being independent, their success, amassing wealth, dressing being able to vacation when you want the freedom to come and go as you please, because you're not tied to a man and children is um, more valuable than marriage. Right. Mm. Okay. I got a couple super chats to get out of the way. Shout out to nine series. He says, black women are finished. You're at the bottom of the dating pool. Black men are at the top of the dating pool. Go validate each other. He told y'all last. He ain't playing with y'all. Yes, he did. Damn. Where did he get that from, though? How, like, what? What? How is he um, equating that black men are somehow at the top of the dating pool? I'm just interested to see if he'll type it in the chat because I find that to be an interesting um, <laughs> thought process or comment. Yeah. Tell him why you mad, son. Um, shout He's out stupid. to my husband. <laughs> He says, exactly, Concrete. I've been saying that validation is currency. Shit's like Bitcoin. It's there and it has value, but only exists online. LOL. I understand, mm -hmm. babe. Thank you so much for that. And shout out to Mr. Michael Washington. He says, to add to that, the res results are the ultimate validation. I do not and will never teach my daughters to seek validation outside of what they want. Ooh. Um, uh, Michael, uh, would you say that you're raising um, your daughters to be feminist? Mm. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Shout out to Eugene Steele. Hey, Eugene. He says, there are Black women who stop seeking validation from Black men and look at other races. There are Black women who seek mm. validation but get mad when they don't get it. There are Black women who will keep trying. Um, I think that's a good point. And you would want... Okay, do you ladies see anything wrong with wanting validation from Black men? Sizzle, you want to take that one first? I do, but I'd rather not go first again. And this is why. <laughs> because I... Uh, go first for me. I'll take it. Okay, I'll, take I'll, I'll go. I'll, you know, I, I can do this all day. I run my <laughs> mouth. But um, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. I think that... Um, not only do I think it, validation is an ego booster for women, but I think needing that validation is boosts the ego of black men. But I also think men also need to be validated. Um, I think that it creates a healthy dynamic. To be honest, like, you know, you got to stroke a man's ego. Men want to be needed. They want you to need them to validate you. They may not openly admit it, but they like to know that their opinion of women is important. That's why they stay in women's business, talking about mm. weeds, eyelashes, makeup, mm. giving their opinion on things because they want to feel as though what they think about what women are doing and how they're dressing um, is important. And I think it creates a healthy balance. I am not a bull stroking a little ego, making you, yep, baby, you, your opinion means the world. Right. <laughs> you know, Gemini is gonna feed it to your ass. They'll have your ass thinking you're on I'm top of the world you. and they'll snatch the carpet from you. No. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I know y'all. Go ahead, sis. I I get it. I get it. I get it. I know that we are talking about the validation of the black man, but I just have to have have to ask this question. Why is it that um why is it that there is a problem? When a woman wants another flavor, if she wants Hispanic, if she wants white, if she wants Indian, the Arab at the store, whatever it is she wants and wants her back, why is there a problem all the time? I think the problem is, is because inherently, um, I think black men and black women think we belong to each other inherently. Right. Um, so when you say our men, our men, our men, we've been taught this. This has been ingrained into us all our life. This is our men. These are, you know, these men will say these are our women. Right. And so when you feel like we've had such a struggle together, we've lived in the worst hoods, the ghettos. Um, there's a, a look that a black person can give another black person in a room. And we understand exactly what the fuck is going on with each other at that moment of time we've connected on different levels. A lot of us have. And then when you go see um, our race of men and women go off to other races, um, I think that it's hurtful to us. I think that some of us do see it as some, some type of betrayal, whether minute or um, not. And then when you come, when you think about making black families and creating black children, you know, we're starting to see le less of that, um, especially when a man gets to a certain position, um, when a woman gets to, well, she ain't really got no choice when she gets to a certain position. 
but everybody wants to live a good life everybody wants to do whatever but i think we feel some type of way when we see it and that's the problem that i'm having with people that um that reach out to me because i can't be phony why are you upset that he is dealing with another woman he the heart goes where it wants to go i mean everybody likes to blame the woman well she doing this and but that and she his you you've never thought of it as being a form of self-hatred when you don't want to produce your, reproduce yourself i don't even understand that word self-hatred i think okay. that title to who they want to be with if he wants to be with michelle let him be with michelle if he want to be with keisha let him be with keisha let him be happy and you know i had a big 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 falling out I believe I was in Connecticut, if I'm not mistaken. Who the hell lives in Connecticut? Oh, you was in Whiteville, for real. Exactly. But um, I was there with like the nine white black women that was, listen. Well, um, the situation was some football player from up there. He was with some woman all his, you know, through high school and this school and that school. And she held him down and she did this and she did that for him. And when he, you know, I guess they broke up. There was a little break in there somewhere and then when he went to the pros he wound up with one of the white girls that was in the circle or however it went that's where he wanted to go now the girl the black girl that he was with that went to school with him or whatever she felt betrayed but now it came out because i guess somebody that knew him one of his boys was saying how the black girl used to treat him and how she used to always talk about what she had to do for him and how she had to work here and how she had to do this and she always did this everyone knew what she did for him do you not understand that man was tired of that shit? do you not understand that people no matter what level in life you are you don't want to hear what the fuck a bitch did for you and the whole now, knew about it. Now, I have a different mindset. Uh-oh, go ahead, Sizzle. No, but I'm just saying that's a problem for a lot. It's a damn problem for me, and I'm poor. So you know that, I mean, I get that she, you know, she stood by him, you know, whatever. But if you're going to stand by him, and you're going to stand by him and help him, stand your ass by him and help him. If you got to have a hidden agenda, have that hidden agenda. You know he good. Support him like you were talking about earlier. Stroke his ego all the way to the NFL. You wouldn't have had those issues, but you broke up with him. Y'all fell out. He wasn't getting money fast enough, or he wasn't doing nothing, and you getting tired of taking care of him. But now, the moment you get tired, his, his whole focus get off you. Now he wants somebody that's not putting him through all this shit. He wants somebody that's not dealing that he have to deal with and cuss out and breaking windows and doing the most like she was doing. Don't nobody want that in their professionalism. Mm. I have to say I have a different mindset and that's because I'm, I'm conscious. I'm a conscious black woman. So I do prefer for um, black people to date and marry and procreate with one another. However, I have no control over what people do with their lives. I, I'm a person that thinks like in a collective sense that, you know, um, it's, it's, good for black people to reproduce with one another. In addition, the black community is in a state of peril. We need good black men. Like I think that um, I, I don't see there being any um, 
any resolution to all of the problems that the black community face if everyone is looking to go outside of the black community. But if you do personally, am I going to say anything to you? That's your business. I don't care enough. I'm not vested in your personal decision as it relates to who you marry and date with. I'm thinking about the collective as it relates to dating someone who is nasty to you, throwing things up in your face because they supported you. Like what man is going to stick around for that? Whether it was Becky or Keisha, like he, of course, he was likely going to go elsewhere because he of, of your behavior. And that was probably one of the leading causes of him being unhappy in the relationship. So I have a different mindset. I do, like I said, that's my preference, but I don't have any control over what people do. And in my elevation, I'm realizing that what people do in their day-to-day -day life does not affect me. I don't care that much. However, somebody is asking me of my opinion, oh, do you think I should date out? I'm going to give you my opinion. But if you don't ask me of my opinion and I'm not related to you, I don't know you from Adam, you don't care about my opinion, nor do I care about what you do in your personal life. Okay. Concrete, let's get these super chats out the way. All right. Uh, we got another one from Panther. He says, Diane Stewart, the trouble is not with black women failing to value marriage. It is the shrinking demographic of those whom black women want to marry. Ooh, 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 ooh. I like that. Uh, very interesting. Black yeah. Wizard ADOS, he says, validation is not attention, but you can seek attention to validate yourself just like you get money without giving you uh, a sense of self. You can want to be with someone without wanting to feel validated by them. I don't see that. Though. I don't see if that. If you either. want to be with someone, I, that, that's like you want, I, I to, you want them to like whatever, whatever you're yeah, putting in. You want to be validated by that person. I almost think you have to have some sort of uh, it's a base need to want to feel needed and validated by your partner so although it could happen i i, I don't well I think let most, me ask you do y'all think it's different for men versus women i think men need to be validated just like women do i think if that the problem so is that then yeah yeah the problem is that women don't realize that men also need to be validated we hear men complain about the fact that they never get complimented that they never get um yeah. you know uh told that they're doing a good job and their their efforts in the home are never acknowledged so i do think men need to be validated too okay so essay red pill oh, uh -oh i didn't I sorry, missed that girl. one hold up i know we're trying to get I'm through going too fast huh and it's all the way up here. Okay. Essay uh -oh. red pill. There we go. Okay. He says the men in the U.S. aren't getting married because of laws. I understand that. Um, yeah. Eugene Steele says black women reasons for seeking validation are also factors. Can't disagree with that. Thank you guys for the support. Black mm -hmm. Wizard also says validation is about reinforcing your sense of self. Trying to seek that in another person is setting yourself up for failure. Ooh, that's a good point. That um, is a good point, but yeah, um, yeah. I think human beings still seek validation from each other. Um, if we didn't have to think about it just like outside of basic needs of humans, I think mm -hmm. we all do it to a certain degree. It may not be on a on a larger, like it, you may not go and buy Gucci, this, that, and the third, but you're going to clean and wash our ass because you don't want to offend other people. Right. And then you'll say that, well, it's for myself, but you would have to get yeah. a deal from somewhere. 
And then when you look up the definition of validation, it's uh, recognition or affirming uh, that a person or their feelings or opinions are valid or worthwhile. Every person wants that in their partner. No person cares about wouldn't wouldn't be unfazed if their partner never affirmed them, never made their made them feel like their opinions were valid and worthwhile, and like didn't give you know like. It, it, no person would want that unless you're like an abuse victim and you're not receiving that in your relationship because there's some trauma going on. Per typically, people want that in, in out of their partner. But uh, Andrew Wilkins, Andy, says, shout out to Sis G, who always sound like Lil' Kim rapping in a cypher when she speaks. And Rose sound like the lady at church that does Wednesday Bible studies. Andy, you started early. Oh, Jesus. Why is he like this? <sighs> I don't know. He need help. And uh, American Negro says, for his comments. Thank you, brother. Is that it? Oh, Andy also says, I've seen black women, even mixed chicks, get way more offended seeing black men interracially date than the other way around. Even black women I've dealt with have gotten mad and asked me why some of my homies have dated white chicks. Why um, I, <laughs> I do think women's, <coughs> excuse me, seem to be more bothered by it. Uh, JTC. <laughs> Every time I see that name, it's funny. Excuse me. Says, should I date out if black women don't want me, or should I become a dedicated incel wise prophet, Rose? Um, listen, those dolls, the blow up ones, they have specials on them all the time. So, girl, yeah. wait a minute. Have you seen the dolls that are shaped like Instagram models? No, I haven't. Lord, they get girl, fancy. Look, I got to send you, and they was on sale. JTC, oh, if you thought look, about send him the link to them. I will. Um, I have to tell you some uh, crazy business idea I thought of, but Curly won't let me do nothing. Wait, but, Sizzle, yeah. what, what were you saying? He has a good point. I understand what he's saying. I, I already said that um, I don't care what people do in their personal lives. That's your business. I probably would never see you and your uh, non-black woman. So uh, enjoy. And Andy says, my only issue with black women dating, realistically, they're only sleeping out is they about the reason. They're only sleeping out I'm not sure. He says, they always tell me they're doing it only because most black men mess with white chicks, which isn't statistically true. So, oh, when black women date out, they're saying they're doing it because black men do it. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Um, yeah. and I, I did have a question about that. Um, when we don't seek each other's validation, is it because um, we're saying, okay, well, black men don't like me, so I don't like them? Or is it like black men saying like, oh, well, black women don't want me, so I don't want them either? Um, is that what we're doing? I, I, to be completely honest, I, I, to Andy's point, I've seen a lot of that as well. I've seen a lot of black women saying, okay, black men are steady bashing black women. They aren't protecting us. They're dating out and bragging about it. I, what, why are we sticking around and, you know, waiting for them to be good men or whatever. Um, so we might as well date out too. I've never seen black men doing that. Um, I do in conversation hear them saying they're, they're not happy with the behavior of black women. That is partly why they choose not to date black women, but black women seem to be more on the tit for tat wave, but I don't know. Sisa, what is, what are your thoughts? I don't really have any on that one. That's crazy. <laughs> 
<laughs> we didn't get that last one, Danny. I don't think that we read that last one. Oh, I thought we did. Oh. No, uh, oh no, Big Truck says divestment means what it says. Black men are divesting. Thank you, Big Truck. Big Truck, uh, he, y'all shouldn't want to have nothing to do with a word called divestment because honey, mm, mm. they go in. He also, he also says men do not want to uh reproduce the failure they see. That's pretty harsh. So you don't want to, uh, to reproduce yourself. Like that's what that says to me. Now, this is what I think of when I think of self-hate, like comments like this saying, I don't yeah. want to recreate something that looks like me. Right. Uh, that, and, and you, it's, you, your DNA is still the same. If you have a child with someone else, that's still going to be a black child. Who's to say you're still not recreating the same thing that you see that. But, but you know so what? Crazy. Let's keep it a book. Even, even in that statement, um, we understand what mixed looks like. We understand what that represents. We understand the different treatments between the two. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, they're not going to want to reproduce um, something as dark as them or darker than them, especially as a, a girl. So that part. Um, shout out to Deacon Dave. He says, why are black women, black men with wigs? Oh, my God. Here we go. This, see, this is what I'm saying. This this man. Okay, let, let, thank you, Deacon Dave, for the support. Um, let's move the conversation forward. I do have a question for you ladies. I want to know. So we talked about male validation and we'll continue the conversation. That's the premise of the discussion. But I want to know, do you all think that black women are more likely to seek same sex validation? Because you hear black women all the time saying, I don't get my hair done for men. I ain't wearing weed for men. I wear weed for me or I look good because, you know, I get complimented by other black women. Um, excuse my Shaniqua voice, but you hear women insist that they don't care anything about black male validation, but it seems that they seem to care about the validation of other women. Do you guys think that black women um, put a stronger emphasis on being validated by other women? Yes, or I, think so. I think so, because for one reason, if we can just keep it street, one reason is because they don't want black women to feel that, first of all, they're going to talk about them. If they out of whack or they out of pocket or they held, they got a track out, a track missing, they're going to talk about them. They don't want that. They want to keep their reputation impeccable. So they're going to make sure they stay A1 when they step out because that's the black women thing to do, judge other women. Period. <clears throat> I think um, we care about the opinions of others because we've reduced our men. Um, when you have been taught that women are the matriarch, women are the leaders, then you start to seek out the validation of who you feel is leading. And when you feel that a woman is in a certain position and your mama has ran your daddy and um, your mom, you never really saw your mom seek out that sort of validation from a man then you it it passes on to where you're starting to seek out the validation of each other and i think that's yep. what happens i'll i'll buy that as well what about you I, I personally think that um there is a stronger emphasis on same-sex validation for black women because um the sisterhood is stronger than the samuel-like community 
I think the sisterhood <laughs> has had years, you know, has been years in the making. It is a force to be reckoned with. Not only has it been around 10 times longer than the Samuelite community, um, it also is accepted in mainstream society because the sisterhood uh, pushes a feministic agenda. I think the sisterhood is stronger. Like black women are more apt to be impacted by, by what another black woman says. And we're not just talking about physical appearance, even black women speaking out against behavior that they do not approve of in other black women. They're less likely to do that. I saw a woman on TikTok, her name is Dana. She was one of the women who was attacking what Kevin was saying a month or two, about two, three months ago. And she came out and started making comments about women who have surgery. And she made like two videos and the number of women that went in on her, despite the fact that the majority of her commentary was attacking like Kevin Samuels talking points they got her page completely taken down and she could not get it back i saw so many women stitching her video and attacking her because of what she said when you speak out against the when you speak out against anything that black women do the sisterhood is coming for you so i do think that they care more about same-sex validation Okay, shout out to Big Truck. He says, Repro reproduce this toxic, let's be, let's live liberal, feminist. Liberal. <laughs> gotcha. Live feminist wasteland? No. Um, Big Truck, that's because you ain't really have an opportunity to, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, he going to reproduce with his Filipino oh, fiance no, 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 in the Philippines. Philippines. I got you. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so. Do you ladies think that there is a particular type of woman to seek a man's validation? Does she have a certain look to her That's or is it like whoever? Like, what do y'all think? Sizzle, you want to go first? Wait, what was the question? Repeat the question. Is there a certain type of woman that seeks the validation of men? Like, does she have a look to her? Mm. Can she be typed? Like... Um, yeah, I would say those billboard type girls, ones that have everything that they wear has to have the insignias showing. You get me? They have to have a billboard glasses with the big G's on the side. And you have to know that this is a, a Gucci warm up suit that she going working out in. She's getting out of the big Benz truck now. You know, I think those women are the ones that seek validation let me explain something to y'all mm -hmm. i am not heard with i have the louboutin shoes and the gucci and the louis vuitton and all that but i'll be honest a lot of that came from the sizzle budget because if i'm out you know i gotta look the part i'm a t-shirt jeans raggedy shoe type girl now um at home well my job i work like maybe 13 to 16 hours a day on my work days i drive a 2006 Sentra. When it's time for me to step, I step. I would rather somebody see me and say she's a she. She got a big mouth. She crazy. She you know she's a socialite. She this and she that. But she humble. So if I'm going to be seeking someone's validation, I would want it to be from that person that can see through all the superficial billboards and see me for who I am. Humble, you know, not trying to spend almost a thousand dollars a month in car payments for my car to be parked sixteen hours a day. Mm. Those women that that I think that those women 
that you're talking about, that you're asking about are the ones that walk around with all the insignia, you know, they just have to be the bell of the ball all the time. I think those are the women that have to have that validation when she steps out the door. Mm. Concrete, what about you? Do they have a look to them? I, I think that, um, I think most people would probably assume that the women who seek validation would be, uh, in essence, anything outside of an IG model. But I think that the right. women who are the most desperately seeking of validation are the ones who are IG models. Um, I think, you know, if you ask most people, they think that, you know, it's going to be the girl who looks like homely, homely would be a good word for it. Um, but I think that, you know, women who are seeking validation can have, they, there's no specific look, there's no set look. But I do believe that a lot of the women that you see that are going to these extreme measures to stand out are the right. ones that are more desperately in search of uh, male validation. Those billboard girls. Yeah. Those yes, it's like even when you seek the validation, even when you take the man's side, it doesn't seem like there's much of a reward um mm. for everybody. I don't even think the reward system is um equal. I think that if a man finds you attractive enough, then you don't have to really seek his validation because generally, if you're really, really, really attractive, then the man is out actually seeking your validation which I find very interesting. That's a very good point. Um, I, I do think that, you know, I question what, that's why I talked about like what the actual benefits are. Now, there are some things that we pointed out that you can, that can turn into tangible, but what are the, the better question is for those who are seeking male validation and actively seeking it, um, you know, what, what those tangible benefits would look like. Uh, and when I say that, I guess I would be more focusing on like pick me's because women, the billboard types don't seem to have like a pick me esque attitude. They don't seem to be kind of like, you know, starving for a man's attention and be like a yes chick that's going to agree with everything he says to get that validation. Mm. Um, I think the guys would beg to differ. But then, you know, no, no, mm. no, 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 I think you're right. I think you're right. I think what the guys would have to say about them is that once they gain the girl or once they get her, she's snobbish and her attitude is hideous and she just a, a horrible person just look good. Mm. Um, it's so interesting because it, they, they're really, really hypocritical when it comes down to a chick looking good but treating them like shit. Like I said, if she's attractive, she can damn near get away with anything. Um, we rarely see attractive, attractive chicks alone. Um, I think now, now we do have the marriage rate declining, I, and I get that part. But um, it's not like these chicks can't still get pregnant or still get dick or still get um benefits from being involved with somebody. So I don't know. <laughs> Always ask what type of, well, not necessarily ask, but you decide what kind of girl you want to be. Um, I think that, like I just told you, I got all that superficial foolishness in here, but I don't wear it. So I think I choose to be the girl total opposite of that billboard girl with the snobbish attitude. 
I think that once um, I meet someone or whatever, they start to like me because I'm totally different than either that persona or what they're used to. Mm, that's the those girls that you know I, I i want you to know how you look good every day i want you to know how to elevate i mean i want you to know how you can elevate or i can help you elevate i i want you to feel like you got yourself a teammate but those girls don't feel like um they don't make them feel like they're they are teammates they make them feel like they owe them mm. yeah good point mm. You, mm -hmm. it's an honor for you to be with me is how they treat mm -hmm. Yep. Shout out to Rozzy. Rozzy said, can you get these clowns who don't like black women out of here? Huh. Um, Rozzy, okay. I have to explain We this. don't have an empty chat. No, this is the thing. You know, it's it, it it puzzles the shit out of me because they'll come over here and they be like, F y'all, y'all hate black men. Y'all always going in on us. Y'all don't like us. What the hell is that noise? Okay, I don't know what that is, but okay. Um, when you hear them saying that they they this that and the third, but they're still over here every week, and then you have to subscribe to even comment on our channel. Wait, I don't they're know. getting some feedback. Uh, Sizzle, so, are you in another app? It may be coming from Sizzle. You might have to mute her mic. Okay. Yeah, I just did. Um, but it's like uh, they talk all that mess, but steady show up every week, and then they be like the first ones in the chat. So I don't think that it's not that they like us. I think they love us. I think um, we represent a certain type of woman to them. I'm, I'm your sister, honey. Hey, <laughs> y'all gonna be all right? I'm gonna cut y'all ass out. I'm gonna you love represent Keisha to them. They like, uh, -uh I hate all you hoes. <laughs> And I'll be like, if you don't shut your ass up and go sit in the corner, you be like, what's up? They like it. They're sadomasochistic. I promise they do. I promise they are. So, um, yeah, we're we're toxic to each other, and it is what it is. So that's what it is. Um, but thank you so much for that, Rosie. Shut up, JTC. JTC is hilarious. I can't stand him. He's coming for my spot. Um, but um, anyways, did we have another one before I ask my question? I don't. I saw another one. Did your girl? Cause you know I'd be missing the shit out of these super chats. Oh, SKC child. <laughs> SKC said, "But I'm your brother, Rizzy. I'm your wow. brother." <laughs> um, I do want to ask um a question. Do you women? Do you ladies think that women who pretend to, that women? Um, who identify with men are pretending uh, or putting on airs in order to be validated. Like, so in other words, is identifying with men, being male identified, being, I guess, what would be labeled as a pick me, an act for women who desire validation from men is my question. Um, yeah, to a certain degree, I think all women have a sense of feminism inside of them. Even the woman who wants to be the most feminine, when you talk about the rights of women and what that actually represents. So if you tell a woman that she can't work and she can't make any money and she has to stay home barefoot and pregnant, 
essentially that was what feminism was designed for was to make shit equal on both sides if you take away the voting rights of women women will argue your ass down we want to be free we want to be able to say where we want to be free at we want to say where we want equality at um i think we're kind of shooting ourselves in a foot to a certain degree but you know that's me um women will not give up their rights so when um a lot of us will take the sides of men i think we believe that to a certain degree but i don't think that we believe that in our heart of hearts i think we'll front and lie and manipulate to get to where we want because the name of the game is survival um most people know that they would have a better chance of surviving with a man than surviving without one um it is what it is so i i think that um when a woman is too much on one side of the coin, um, yeah, yeah I absolutely call bullshit on it. Oh, that's a good point. Um, so I, I definitely think that there are some women, and, and I'll repeat my question. So I was asking, do women who identify with men, the women who would be labeled pick-me's or male-identified, women who empathize with men in their plight, who um, agree with some of the talking points that are, are, are made in this space, um, do the, are those women pretending so that they can be validated by men? And I guess my opinion would be that there are, you're going to have some pretenders. I think that men suspect that any woman who is male identified, well, most women um, that are male identified are pretending. But I think that um, you'll have some, some women who are pretending and you'll have some women who are being genuine and authentic. I think that Danny brought up a good point when she essentially laid out the argument that women who literally agree typically with 100% of every, you know what men say, never go against the grain um, because they feel as though it would be biting the hand that feeds them, would be more likely, would be who I would generally look at as those pretending um, because you are uh, voting against your own best interests 100% of the time. Whereas women who, you know, you can see them identifying with you, but they may also give you some pushback and you see that they still um, are trying to protect their interests in a way uh, would be probably more likely to be genuine and authentic. Mm. What about you, Sissel? What are your thoughts on that? I wasn't here. I just got back in and I'm, I want to apologize. I didn't know that was me. I thought that was your mic. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you, uh, As I apologize to everyone, especially. No, no but the question essentially like women who are pick me's or male identified, do you think that those women are pretending to agree with and, you know, with agree with everything men say so that they can be validated by those men? Yes. Absolutely. 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 Because um, going against the grain kind of causes conflict in the household, especially if he's doing everything for you. Um, it causes a conflict. Then, too, you have to understand you never know what goes on inside that household. He's probably scared to go against something that he says because of whatever consequences she may face later. You get me? 
Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, you know, sometimes it's deeper than them just going against the grain because they choose to. Now, flip side of that, I happen to know a lot of men that don't like that shit. They want that woman to be able to speak up, have a mind of her own and straighten him when he's wrong. If he's something and it ain't right, hey, yo, shoot him a text, do something. Hey, bring it back. Bring it back because you did ass wrong. But who knows? It's a no, lot. That's of interesting. Feel like that woman that that goes along with whatever is a weak woman. So that man, to me, most of those men that go with women like that are um, womanizers. Mm. Mm. Well, let me ask you, ladies, this: Are y'all ready to drop the link for a little bit? Yeah, uh, let's do it. Okay. Uh, I think that Sizzle brought up a good point regarding, you know, the fact that there are some men, you know, a number of men who don't want a woman who is, you know, 100% agreeing with them all the time. Um, I ask you a question because this is where it becomes a catch 22 as well. What about the women that come to the defense of men? Um, they want women to be ladylike and feminine and stay in their place until they're in some shit. And then it's like, bitch, why you ain't help me? Right. Or they tell like they tell us all the time because we are more objective. Like if you're not 100 percent riding, they don't mind you jumping down the throat of black women. They don't mind you going at black women when they say something wrong about black men. It's you defending yourself against black men. That seems to be the problem. You, oh girl, you said something then, but we got Black Wizard up in this thing. Black Wizard, don't you get on here and start no shit now? Uh, it's going down, it's too late. Uh oh, <laughs> Black Wizard, but, what's going on? Ain't not much. Um, just wanted to make one clarification to what I was super chatting and stuff like that, and I'll comment on what you guys said last. So, okay, um. Clarification on the validation thing. I, I, there's more than one definition of validation, and I guess when we don't, when we don't have like a lot of the discernment, it kind of swings between both of them. So, when the one definition of validation, which Concrete brought up, is like something you would normally expect in a relationship with another person. So you go into a relationship, you want to feel like that person thinks your opinion is important. That's different than what I hear kind of oozing through the conversation uh, that you guys have been having. That what I hear oozing through is like the kind of validation where you build and uh, structure your sense of your your sense of identity on somebody else's opinion. So let's say um, let's use an Instagram model, for example. Um, and how they use how they use guys, how they got their photos, just like the subtext of them put them putting photos and seeking likes is like i look good right i look good right and they're looking for people to kind of give them that sense of self that because they want to feel good they want to feel good from thinking that they look good so they put photos up to reinforce that um to reinforce that idea that is where i think you start branching off into very unhealthy territory and that's what i keep uh, that's what i keep hearing coming from uh, or oozing through sometimes when you guys were talking about validation sometimes like yeah like the age old uh you know do, does blank make my blank look fat or whatever so it's like 
that's more like, I guess, like social media validation would be like kind of what we were highlighting when we talked about wanting the likes and that and the other. I do think that you, you are, you know, there is a differentiation between the two. But what would you refer? What would you consider? Did you what we were describing? Is that what you were saying that you would call that consideration, not validation? Well, yeah, um, the consideration for somebody else's opinion in the sense that, like, you want them to consider yours. It's like, so let's say you're having a conversation and then you bring up something that's really important to you. You would want somebody to take consideration into what you said uh, so that, you know, you, I don't know. That's just how you build strong, healthy bonds with people. But there is the, the validation part that I'm talking about comes from like you kind of put an idea out into the air so that that other person can verify something you believe about yourself so it's like um like the does this dress make make my butt look big or whatever that that would be a it's like in the back of your head you're like please don't there's certain there's something very distinct that you're looking for that person to say and if they don't say it then your sense of stuff starts to crumble when uh you, you see what i'm saying you're it's like you're putting your own identity into somebody else's hands and that's the type of validation that you should avoid. Consideration just for your opinion or for your, like how you feel about stuff, that's important too, but that's, that's something that you could just leave. Like it, it doesn't, like when somebody doesn't, when somebody disagrees with you, you don't take it personal. Okay, but then this is the problem that I would have with that. So when you seek out the validation of a man, period, then that inherently says that there's a hierarchy. And this is just my opinion. There says that there's a hierarchy and I'm worried about how that man thinks of me, how that man uh, sees me, how that man looks at me, how that man respects me. I think that we've gotten really, really, really far away from that concept to where um, the man can't lead you. Um, and, if there's a difference, like when the people are balanced in the relationship, um, like you and your wife seem to be very balanced in y'all's relationship. Um, y'all take each other's strengths. Y'all understand each other's weaknesses. Y'all go from there. Um, when people haven't come to that part and they're still failing within life, they still don't have anybody. Um, you can't tell them shit. And to me, it right. makes a difference. Um, it makes a big difference if you don't seek the validation of somebody. And um, when we see where the community is, being that it's been led by women, we see what kind of shambles the community is in being led by women. So when you say, well, um, I don't have to look for his validation. I don't give a damn what he thinks. I could do whatever I want. It's a lot of women with those sorts of attitudes versus there being some type of balance there does that make no sense? I, yeah and no, i agree with that and i i would say i guess i guess the question within i guess that would beg the question whether um validation is what like not wanting to seek validation is what's causing the problem and i'm not sure that i'm not sure that you can correlate the two together so hmm. like i i see what you're saying it's but um, it, what, what you're saying goes beyond validation. It's like, you don't want to, you don't want to be validated by, which I think is probably for the best. And you don't even want to consider the other person. So 
there there's more than just uh, validation going on here. There there's no. there's something else. There's a lack of there there's I, like a you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand yeah. it now. Uh that just kind of made it click for me. Um what you just said regarding um not even kind of giving consideration to what they feel or you know what they think about it. Um I that's a good point, uh Black yeah. Wizard. Um and I don't know why it took so long for it to click, but I understand what you're saying. Well, you can only fit so many characters into a superhero. <laughs> but, uh, and, and just to add on to what you guys were saying before uh, I got on here, um, wait, I forgot what you guys were saying before I got on here. <laughs> what were you guys talking about when I did, right before I just got on? Uh, the last point that we just talked about was in reference to um, women, um, like what type of women? You talk, what type of women seek validation? Was that what uh, he was referring to? Yeah, I don't remember. Maybe just skip me. I'll probably pop in when uh when it comes back okay. to me. Okay. No problem. Thank you for your commentary. We got a super chat from Michael Washington. He says, we are talking about a rebalance of power. Black women have a lot of resources to do all that women have lacked. The question becomes, what are we benefiting? Um, I do think if we think about like the actual topic and I we kind of touched on it a little bit. I know I did in my um answer to the the first question that was asked in regards to me feeling as though black women um, are feeling as though uh, they uh, would rather have validation from the more dominant male in our society, uh, white men. Um, and when I talked about black women feeling like they can essentially use black men as step stools because they would rather have the validation of white men in our society than those who look like them, who they feel like don't have as much power. Um, but uh, I think the overall question on why black women stopped, uh, maybe we didn't really answer because the consensus is that black women do still seek the validation of black men. Mm, okay. Um, let's get Eugene Steele up in here. Eugene, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, when we, when we talk about black male validations, you know, there are all types of black men. There are all types of black women. And, you know, you got to think about, well, first of all, what type of man do you want to be validated by? And what are you willing to do to get validated? I mean, does a black woman want validation from a high value man? Does We want validation from the richest, finest man. Point period yeah. blank. And if right. we feel like that man is below us, we don't give a damn about what he thinks. And that's a huge part of the problem. Mm, that is. So that means the thinking, the average black man, uh, you know, we don't care about their validation because they're not in the top 1%. Um, that's essentially what that's what that what that is saying. And then therefore, that would lead to the correlation between the lack of respect that black women have for the average black man and the fact that they think that they are deserving of someone in the one percent. Because, you know, why would I waste my time with you? Right. And then there are some black women who want validation from, let's say, thugs and dusties. For whatever reason, mm. there are some who like drama and trouble. Um, there are some, um, you know, black women uh, who seeking validation and are willing to be submissive. And there are some who seeking validation for somebody who they want to control. 
I mean, it's all types of options out there, really. And mm -hmm. what are you willing to do to get it, <laughs> you know? That's another good point, Eugene, because essentially what that says to me is that Black women are seeking validation, but different groups of Black black women are seeking validation from different groups of men. Men who would be, they would rank at the top of the hierarchy for them specifically, for that specific group, such as the women who are seeking validation from street guys or like, you know, the guy with the money in their neighborhood that may be doing something dirty to get it, or those that are seeking validation from you know, white patriarchy or those that are seeking validation from the top 1% of black males or those who, you know what I mean? So maybe different groups of black women seek validation from and or they value validation of certain groups of men above the rest. Right. And another thing is, you know, speaking of the different types, I mean, you know, and then you ask, ask women have to ask themselves, well, where are you willing to sacrifice? Some women are willing to sacrifice their self-worth. Some women are willing to sacrifice their friends or beliefs. Uh, there are some women um, uh, who are you know, not willing to sacrifice anything or who, who um, um, you know, what, what, you know, I, I'm not sure how to say it. Some women who wants to seek out, well, how do I be your wife material? You know, it's, it's again, it's all types of things here. But the whole problem is, is, okay, marriage has become a thing that's not really seen as valuable um, on either side. Um, a woman nowadays is looking like, okay, I make my own money. I, I drive foreign. I live in whatever, um, I have whatever living situation that I have. And let's not act like women aren't buying houses or women are just living in shacks and shit. Um, but she is has been able to get everything that she's needed from you, including a certain type of companionship, meaning dick, without having to suffer. Um, now that's validation. You mean the work of being a wife? Say again, um, Big Trump. Yeah, yeah, she's gotten all these things without having to work as being a wife. And exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Con congratulations. <laughs> I mean, um, but we convince ourselves that we are happy up until a certain point um, until it starts to get lonely and crazy. We'll until the, until the cats right. until the cats start to pile up outside. Yeah, we'll convince ourselves that we're good with. Um, things in a certain way and it may not be you know it may not be what it is at a certain point so um let me see sizzle do you have any thoughts on that i, I see I, you know i just pop back in i don't know whose um internet is raggedy look it's not it's definitely not me i have verizon files look my man is the it man i'm good over here don't don't do it <laughs> i'm pretty good here too actually <laughs> but we all know it's me shut up <laughs> <laughs> are we still on the line with the last person like maybe three seconds ago i just popped out and popped back in we still yeah you good you good you good what is his name what's your name this me? was um big truck that was speaking and then before that there was eugene Steele. Yeah, it was you. He hit me in my head so damn hard. That's probably why my internet messed up. 
Remember you said something about um, not being wife material. How can I make myself wife material for you? Something along those lines. Was that, if I said it, I think the question I said was, what exactly are women bringing to the table to make themselves worthy of marriage? Oh, yeah, I would have no idea. But listen, yeah. um, <laughs> no damn clue. But you said something else that was, um, that kind of hit home for me because I was explaining early on in the, when we started this show that I've never, I've never seen myself as being wife material, girlfriend material, none of that material because I wasn't set up that way. Yeah. So flip side of that, I would want some, I would probably go to the depths of the sea to get somebody to see me as wife material now, or, you know, show, do all I can to prove that all my life's experience have been stacked up to make my relationship with him better. That makes sense. So that does that make no, sense? I mean, listen, that makes sense. But see, the thing about it is um, as far as being a wife, I think majority of that comes from the parents, specifically the mother uh, teaching their daughter to be feminine, to be a wife. But the thing about it is men don't really ask for that much. All men really want is food, sex, and silence or peace in the home. It's not that difficult. Yeah. However, modern liberal feminism teaches women to go against as simple as it might be. It's, it's like telling somebody not to jaywalk. Don't walk across the street when the cars are moving. You still can't get them to do it. It's so simple. It makes so much sense, but they refuse to fucking do it. So, Just like these niggas hitting the like button, hit the damn like button. Yeah, it's, it's so simple, but y'all refuse to do it. What's up? As it is to just hit the like button, people say, you know, I'll do it later, or nah, I don't think I really, you know, and that's the problem. Like, but but my bottom line is, as far as women seeking validation, I want you to tell me how many women do you know who are currently enrolled in a PhD program because they're trying to get doctor at the end of their name, but they're getting a PhD in something worthless that's going to end them up in a lot of student loan debt by the time they're finished. Right. That's what seeking validation looks like now. That's what it looks like. You, you're so desperate for the white man to have to call you doctor or so desperate for people no, to have it's to call the you. a black man to have to call her doctor. Put some no, fucking no, 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 no. Well, that's what she I, 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 I said that earlier. Hold on, hold on. Let me just say this. There's a difference. But no, no, let me just say this. There's a difference between you being like a, 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 a brain surgeon or something like that or MD. I'm talking about the people who are so desperate for the validation that they'll go out of their way, put themselves deep in debt for a title that pretty much doesn't really prove that they can really do anything meaningful or get them a job where they can actually make the money to even pay the damn degree back. That's what validation looks like. Now, the validation that you were talking about on social media, yeah, me posting photos of my camel toe in my bikini so that I can possibly get some likes. Yeah, that's the other, that's the dark side of the validation. But my thing is, if you really just want validation, then you should get it as a wife. If you want that real validation, get that ring on your finger. That's the real validation. If you can't do that, then all the rest of this stuff is a waste of time. Well, it depends on the person. Because some people, it, it doesn't, Danny. Some people don't find value in that. Some people don't find value in marriage. They feel well, like the marriage is, is a, a burden. Like having children is a burden. Oh, okay. Well, well, then when they finally wake up from this 
career-minded uh, mommy track liberal feminist dream. And then they realize later on down the road, oh shit, I'm 42 years old. My ovaries are tearing me apart from the inside with polyps and with cancer and whatnot. And I'm being torn apart like an apple that's rotting. Maybe then they'll understand what they should have been doing when they were 20. Maybe then they'll know. Comes up and has testicular cancer. Well, that too. Life or no children to show for I, I, Listen, I, I agree mean, with you. I, yeah, I agree so, with you. So the thing about it is, we'll push a narrative in this space. No, well, well, sister, sister, dying alone. Like women aren't dying alone. But no, no, well, well, sister, let 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 me just say this. You're you're absolutely right about that. There there were studies showing that men who get to a certain age without children, they start to go through a certain level of depression too. And then you, as you know, if a man doesn't ejaculate regularly, he comes down with possible testicular cancer. And um, the body is just like an apple. Have you ever watched an apple rot? Mm. When an apple rots, those seeds that normally would have produced new apples start to turn inside out on that damn apple. And the whole apple gets torn down. And, that, and that's it. And then you've got nothing to show for all that time of life. But guess what? We're living in a country where you're wasting all your money trying to get validation by driving a used car to, to try to look cool or to try to uh, have people think that you're getting a bag. Uh, I got friends right now. They're, just, they're about to buy a $70,000 Acura. They still live in upstairs in their parents' house. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> y'all, y'all are so desperate to show off the money you ain't got. That you live in upstairs in your parents' house. And I don't know what it is about people with Acuras, but a lot of them, they live in a home with their parents. They drive a fucking Acura. Or or these dudes with these charges and challenges. They living in their parents' basement. But they're so desperate to get this validation that they will put themselves in debt and they will literally wear down their opportunity costs just so that they can look good. Let me just say this. Um, I wasn't trying to take a shot at anybody. Um, shout out to MTR. I'm not going to uh, gloss over it. Um, shout out to MTR and wishing that brother a very, very speedy recovery. Um, brothers, go get yourself checked out. He recently posted a video that he has tes- testicular cancer. And it wasn't meant to be a shot at him, but um, men do get... Uh, prostate cancer testicular cancer men um without partners do tend to be sicker so i'm not saying that to be an asshole or to be a bitch it's it is what it is um women get sick and they're at a certain age and they don't have anybody it's the same freaking thing so that was not meant to take a shot at that brother um and i i really do wish that brother um a very speedy recovery and hopefully you know good health that's what I, that's what I'll say about that. Well, they, he was saying that you know the end result is they may have to cut off his uh, exactly. So, yeah. but wow. fortunately, fortunately, men do have two. So if the right that's nut gets cut off, the left nut can probably function at about eighty nine percent. I hope he keeps still... all of them. Huh? Let's, yeah, I hope he keeps all of them. Let's just move on because well, no, I hope the God so too. But, but but you know what? Um, I, I'll just say this before before you uh, move on to I guess BGS. But the thing about it is, I'm just saying when I the, the chats that I sent you earlier, what man in his right mind would look around and say, "Wow, things are so good with the world that I am so anxious to reproduce everything that's going on right now." Most people right now, you'll even hear them. They say it. They'd be like, oh, gee, I, I don't think I want to have kids. I don't oh, think yeah. I want to grow up. I don't want my children to grow up in this world. Yep. That, that's how fucked up things are 
where people are doubting their own genetic reproductive roles because they're afraid, well, you know, what if my kid get killed by some other person's kid? Or what if right. what if something happens to my child? That's but how I thought, when you were making that point, I thought you meant reproducing somebody that looks like you, reproducing with someone that looks like you because you don't want, you know, someone that looks like you. But to your point, I've heard a lot of women say that too, because of the way of the world that they don't think they want children because of, you know, the division between black men and black women, because of black, black, black kids or black people being, you know, shot down by police because of all that we're enduring that they don't want children, that they're going to be the rich auntie and just live their best fabulous life. So I understand your point, And I think a lot of women are feeling the well, same well, way. Well, Rose, just to address that thing. No, I not only was I addressing the point of the world is screwed up. Why would you mm -hmm. want to reproduce? I also was talking about why would I want to reproduce uh, someone just like me when they're going to end up perpetuating a system that I think is horrible and broken. And I also want you to think about something. A lot of these white guys are dating outside the race too, simply because they're disgusted with white women. And but why would you think that, Big Truck? Because if you you have a different mindset than knuckleheads, like you don't think that your influence will be enough to ensure that your child does not kind of you know go down the wrong path. Of course, you know kids eventually become a young adults or adults and they choose their own way. But you don't feel as though you would have a strong enough influence to kind of minimize uh, some of the outside influence. The average kid nowadays spends so much time either on social media or television or learning from the outside, not from their parent. There is no parent right now who's any competition whatsoever for the outside programming coming in. I absolutely know that, especially considering the job I have and the hours that I put in, and I, I already know that I'm no competition for social media. I know it. I see it every single day. I see it on my younger cousins who spend all their parents. They, their parents are good parents. They get their kids everything they want, but their kids are learning from the damn internet. At so all how are Asians time. able to do it? How Asians are like you have to? A Asians have a culture that is so strong that it re their family values are completely reinforced regularly. Black people do not have a strong culture. In fact, most of us have no idea what our culture actually is because of slavery and being ripped from it. And these people who are coming to this country are coming here with strong cultural values. They have big families and we are being replaced, whether it's by Afghans that they're giving $2,500 a month to, or if it's by the Haitians that they got lined up. Mm. We are, or by the Somalians that they brought into Minnesota, or by the Syrians that they brought into Manitoba County. We are being replaced. So the simple question that you have to ask yourself is- I agree with you. What do you want to do with your genetic code? Do you want it to continue? Or do you want to watch it simply get wiped out and removed by some Haitian or Somalian or Afghani who's going to be taking your tax dollars and they're going to be living mm. large with their mm. big ass family on your block? Which one do you want? Thank you, Big Truck. I feel you. I understand your point, and you made some very valid ones. So thank well, if you. you. If you don't reproduce, guess what's going to happen? We'll die exactly, out. Exactly what you're going to say. You're going to get replaced. Okay. Right. The, right. the, the, the na nature in the universe does not care. Mm -hmm. 
and the state does not care either. What's going to happen is you're going to get absorbed. Okay. Yep. Yep. Just like everybody else. BGS, so you, what you, are your thoughts? Oh, go ahead, sir. Oh, as, as far as validation, come on now. I got I got daughters. Anybody who has daughters knows that uh, uh, females seek validation from the outside world no matter where it comes from females see uh, validation from beta male orbiters that they don't like validation is validation mm. attention like my teach my spiritual teacher told me like 30 years ago attention is food and and women uh uh, uh crave attention that's how i come to uh, so big on instagram and twitter and they're showing their butt pictures and to get attention attention is food whether it's uh, fast food whether it's uh, on social media or, or live when, when they're 11 years old they put on something tight and walk to the store mm. so say wow. that black that, that black women don't seek attention with black men uh you know it's like uh, if i can say it, bullshit okay <laughs> <laughs> Wait a but you know what he just highlighted something really good regarding women mm -hmm. also see seeking uh attention from like even betas like women seem to like women will talk that smack but they mm -hmm. seem to enjoy the fact that they get random d pics and or they got uh all these guys in their uh, inbox saying hey that they never respond mm -hmm. to i've seen women in groups they, posting they their inbox they seek that. attention from gay men come on now mm. Mm. Um, do you think that it, there's a type of attention um, sought out from one type of man versus another type of man? Because if I, if I think that I got a man like like I got like he gonna pay me attention, period. So I don't necessarily need his validation. But um, if there's a guy that seems harder, then I would probably seek his validation more than one of, over the other. Uh, it, it, the thing is, is that, it, you know. If you can have a man, you could be married for 20 years and, and have a man that's is just giving you all kind of praise. You still want to make, know that you got it from other men. That's you don't true. want Why to have sex with them. Exhibit a. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She, she has other reasons for doing that because, you know, she she married a uh, A plus dude and she's not going to get as much attention as him. And that's okay. what she's pissed about. You, you ain't that you ain't that person, baby. You are a C-list actress. It's just oh. cute. Mm. You ain't have to say oh. it like that. Oh, what? Oh, oh. oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> Shout out to Grinch up in this thing. Grinch, what's up? You gonna come up to the panel, Grinch? You know, we're taking baby steps. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the support. Thank but, you, as, but, but as far as, far as uh, uh, okay, because we actually, would, you know, that we talked about this on the channel, me and, and Nicole and, and, um, and the name was protagonist about why this is going on. If you actually look at the uh, uh, the Mouse Utopia studies, okay, you in a post-industrial climate, um, uh, the more prosperous a, a society gets, the less children you actually have. Because people think uh, that a bunch of kids is about uh, I just want to have a bunch of kids and they're angels, and I just want to be a mommy. All that. come on now, children are labor, okay. Children of labor. And most women, if you really ask them, most women, I'm not all, most women, if you really ask them if, if they just want to have one to fulfill their biological imperative. If they have one, they're good. Okay. And outside of a, um, outside of a, uh, a agrarian society, you won't see uh, uh, four, five, six children. You're not going to see it. You're going to have one, maybe two. You know, the state sure. tries to encourage you to have to because if if you look at because uh, I you know I've been looking at this stuff for like the last what fifteen years right 
And uh, I noticed the difference between an agrarian society, like when I went to Africa, it's an agrarian society. So they're going to have an average of like seven or eight kids, you know, mm. uh, per family. OK, come to America. They're going to have two. If, if And that's that's mm -hmm. doing something. OK, right. they're just doing something. My sisters don't have any kids because they don't want any kids. They don't need them. What do you need them for? OK, especially in this society, in this society, children are a deficit. They're not a. They're, they're not they don't go in the plus column they're not you know they're not a plus sign right it costs money to raise the kids 18 and when it gets 18 they they don't belong to you anymore they belong to the state right okay so outside the of structure? emotional validation you don't get anything out of kids whereas on a farm you start getting you start getting uh you know you start getting assets out of a kid when the kid's three years old so does the structure of our society and inflation and all of the things, and uh, is that kind of to blame for the de uh, declining population? Like you can't afford to, people can't afford to have children. You, you can, you can afford it. You can afford I mean, it's, it's extremely expensive. Like the cost of living is absolutely astronomical and most jobs are underpaying people. How, well, well, most, when you see the poor classes, they have the most kids. Why is that? And too as, much as, time on their hands. Yeah, much, uh, the, the thing is, I, the thing uh, is, they live. If you may, I chip in here. Ahead, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was born in Africa, um, mm -hmm. and I heard you saying that you know, for those who are coming here in the U.S., they tend not to have a lot of kids. Um, that not that's not so true. Um, so I myself have five kids. Um, uh -huh. so. Um, that's how we, I was no, raised in the family no, with, with a lot of children. Yeah. I, I, so what, maybe what I'm that, saying, what yeah, I'm saying is, ahead. were you born here? No, I wasn't. In other words, you, you didn't, you, you weren't born in a post industrial society, were you? No. You were born in, where, 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 if I might ask, what country are you from? Uh, Cameroon. Cameroon. With basic Cameroon is what, it, for the most part, it's an agrarian society, right? It's not a it's not a it's not a modern post-industrial society like the United States, is it? Um, no, not it's not it's not developed like the US. I mean, but um it is what it is, but yeah, yes, go so, ahead. So in other words, United States didn't just get here, okay. You're not what you see the the way United States is, it didn't get here in the last 30 years. It took 200 years to get here. OK. And in, in other words, in, in 1800, the average uh the average uh uh uh, what is it? Fertility rate for a woman, especially a black woman, was nine. For a white woman, it was seven. Okay. By the time the the 20th century got here, it was basically four and three. So basically, you basically you cut uh, almost a third, two thirds of your fertility rate down within a century because of industrialization, right? And basically right. now it's down to you know it was it had gotten it leveled it off at two, and now in the 21st century it's below one, it was below two. Okay, and it's barely holding on to that. Okay, uh, South Korea modernized, right? So in South Korea, looking South Korea, nineteen sixty, right? Because I right. study this stuff. I don't, I don't pull this stuff out of my behind. Okay, and uh, South Korea went from a semi-agrarian society where where uh, where ninety-five percent of the people were married, and every uh, uh, there's six point five uh, children per per woman, per woman, right? They're below one in sixty years because they modernized so quickly. And the marriage rate is below 50%. How does it happen in 60 years? Because you change the environment. You change the environment, you change the way people operate. You change people's culture, okay? Uh, people have children out of necessity, okay? 
in, in certain cultures. Now, uh, you might have five kids. Like my mother had five kids. Her her sisters had five kids each, right? Because she came. She uh, her mother. She was actually a sharecropper. She came from an agrarian uh, society or agrarian uh, influence, right? Okay. I you know I have three. My sisters don't have any. Okay, so we we basically cut down the amount of children by a third within within one generation. Okay, my kids only have one each. Okay, in other words, you can see the trend down. You don't have to take my word for it. Look at look at the fertility rate of, of the continent. Right, the fertility rate on in Africa is what? What is the average fertility rate in Africa right now? Yeah, I think uh, that's. I think that's around. I would probably say uh, almost seven, six. eight. Almost yeah, six. seven, eight. Almost six. Yeah, if you right. take the whole continent, right? The the highest yeah. is the highest. I can't remember what country it was is six point five, right? Guess right. what's happening? If you if you look at South Africa, you look at Kenya, you look at places where they're modernizing. Guess what's happened to the fertility rate? Right. So so how can we explain that in poorest um, uh, countries, we have a mm -hmm. higher fertility rate, but in modernized uh, countries, we tend to see a lower fertility rate. I just, How can I just, we explain that? I just, I just explained it to you. Children, <laughs> children actually do work in an in a agrarian society. You go down to Central America, the kids have to help support the family from the time that they can walk and, and walk around, right? They have to do something, right? What, is, what do children do in this society? Well, uh well do, do you mean they, what, that i mean i they, have five kids i'm, I'm living here in do? the u.s what so, do they do so so uh, no 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 uh, hold on hold on hold on a second i have five kids and i'm living uh -huh. here in the u.s okay so so what you're saying doesn't really fit with the description that you're saying because you're saying yes, that from yes, from the does. time they can walk they start working for the family and start providing for the family so i grew up from that's where i came from saying. he's saying in an agrarian society that's okay. what happens but you you may be in the okay. u.s and you have five children he's talking about on average so he's giving a macro view of you know what what the, of the stats in the u.s so he was he, what you're referring to the comment you just made what he said in relation to that he was talking about in an agrarian society in other words in other words you weren't you weren't raised in in this in an american culture were you no i wasn't I wasn't. in other words in other words people in that are raised in this country that's like immigrants come in and have a lot of kids right somebody from mexico they'll come in and have six kids because that's what they saw that's how how they were raised in their society they transfer that culture over to here right what happens to their right, children right. after what happens to their children after a generation yeah they, they will probably less have less exactly they'll probably have less children yes children. that's larger yeah, by, yeah. By, the, by, the, by the time the second generation you can actually look at the stats from immigrants uh uh, uh children of immigrants right first right. generation they have six or so, you know a whole bunch of kids right because that's what they know right second generation will, will be cut in half by the time the third generation rolls around they're the same as everybody else got it got it right my mama right. had 10 and, and i only had two and that was enough yeah. so i get so, it so so let me let me also quickly point out something here you know uh you got y'all can go to the to the uh, to the internet and find these data here uh, uh -huh. so the white the white birth rate went down by about 11% and the death rate uh went in which up. country oh no this is the us i'm just okay. I, I want yeah so i'm trying to make a point here Mm -hmm. um, so we are seeing uh, in the white population the birth mm -hmm. rate going down. 
How about uh, the brown then, population? And then the black population is pretty steady. No, um, it's not. So no, it's not. It, it, I mean, I'm looking at the graph here. It's, a, it's, it's what's uh, the numbers? In, in other words, when, 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 yeah. basically, in the mid '90s, it, it, uh, you know, it was a bump in the mid '90s. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, drop. I'm gonna drop the link. Uh, I'm gonna okay. drop the link in, in the, the chat. Uh, so you, you can, can look, I look at. I look at this. I look at this constantly. In the mid '90s, the black uh, fertility rate peaked at 2.3. Right? What yeah. is it right now? It's one point. It's yeah. one point seven. Yeah, right it's now, going down. Speak. Yeah, it's, it's going, going down, down, but compared to uh, those of white, uh, the the white fertility rate is go has gone down big time compared well, to uh, the, to the, the black the, fertility the, rate. The, the, the so native, the point I'm trying to make here no, no, is hold, uh, on, hold on, hold on a second, yeah, hold on yeah, a second, yeah. hold on a second, right? Okay, the white okay. fertility rate, the white white female fertility rate that that's native to the population has been 1.5 for the last 40 years. For the last 40 years, it didn't just start yesterday. For the last 40 years. There was a slight bump when when uh, when uh, I think it was Reagan, uh, Reagan and Reagan tried to uh, give uh, more incentives to have more white children um, uh, uh, in, in like in the late 80s. And he had a little bump. It, yeah, it, the, the, it, the baby it, boomer. It, 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 it did, no, not the baby. Baby boomers in 1945. <laughs> man, oh, OK, my bad. <laughs> come, on, come on, man. What I'm saying is, you, you try, you, OK. They can tell you that I studied this on a constant basis. It's not something that I'm pulling out of my behind. I could tell you what the stats are because I just looked at them. Right, the the the, the, uh, the basically the the black fertility rate in the 21st century dipped below two. Right, and and never and never looked back. It, it was at 1.9 something, and now it's right now it's 1.7 and falling. Okay, it's falling. Right. right. So so uh, so yeah, no uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm leaving a little bit here. So I just wanted to close out my uh, my turn by saying that um, uh, we there is a tendency going on right now. So population, um, the U, the true U.S. population, you know, blacks and white seems to be uh, going down. And, um, you know, to my brothers uh, and sisters, uh, I think it is about time, you know, to, um, you know, to look back and and think through this uh, based on the ongoing social media between, you know, um, you know, black sisters and black brothers not getting uh, along or not looking at each at each other anymore. Uh, I think we need to rebuild uh, uh, this beautiful uh, African-American community. Um, it has to survive. Um, and, you know, they we just have to, and this problem here is really deep, deeply rooted. So I'm not blaming uh, the brothers. I'm not blaming the sisters, but I'm, you know, I'm blaming the system. The system is not really helping, um, you know, uh, having. It's not supposed to. Uh, yeah, it's strong. It's strong black community uh, based on the few years that I've spent here. The system is not allowing you guys they're, they're you know, to prosper. To, they're trying to assimilate you. They're not trying for the black community to, to make it survive. They're mm -hmm. trying to get rid of it. They've been trying to get rid of it for 200 years and they decided to do it this way rather than other ways. And there's yep. a reason for it. They don't need you. For, they right. don't need black people to be on the, uh, to share crop anymore like they used to. The, the, right. the, the need for a separate black community has is, is, is been passed uh, since 1963. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we have uh, we have just witnessed that a few weeks ago with the Haitian at the borders. Right. The, the, Haitians, so, are, the Haitians on the border are there to replace the people that died. You just lost 700,000 people. 
Right. So, so when it comes down to Mexican and South American, uh, we see the treatment that they get. And uh, we saw Haitian brothers at the border and we saw the treatment that they got. So they, that's, uh, they, that's a they, message. All those Haitians that you see at the border came from someplace else in Latin America and they have yeah. IDs from the place they're at. They're not, they weren't kicked out of any place. They left because they're they trying were to get living to in Mexico in those Mexico, internment camps. And, and, no, they, no, they were actually working. They're working in Colombia. In fact, there's another, mm. there's another 20, almost 30,000 Haitians in Colombia trying to get into Panama so they can come on up. They're already working. They're yeah. not. Most of them are not coming from Mexico. They're coming. From you, I know they're working because they spend the money. You see them going back and forth buying yes. food and yes, yeah, yes. yeah. They're not, they're not. They're not refugees. Hmm. But but uh, but the thing is, uh, uh, the reason you see the photo also because guess what Biden's probably going to do? In my opinion, he's going to allow them in because they you so? just lost. So what's yeah, you, 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 allowing you just, them to go to Guantanamo Bay? Guantanamo Bay. No, they fly. No, the Guantanamo Bay is Cuba. Okay, they're actually flying them back to Haiti. Most of them. Oh, okay. I saw that he was hiring for guards for Gitmo. Oh um, yeah. Well, they 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 labor. But the thing is, uh, if uh, if if this scenario plays out, you just lost seven hundred thousand people, right? Mm -hmm. If if you get another peak, you're gonna lose another five hundred thousand people. Okay. Mm -hmm. Who? Uh, how do you replace those people? How do you replace that population? With immigrants. With immigrants. In other words, but we have a very anti-immigrant uh, um, uh, uh, climate right now. People mm -hmm. don't want to let them in, right? Got to got to garner some kind of sympathy for them. Mm. So why why is all of a sudden why all of a sudden you got fifty thousand Haitians at your border? You never had fifty thousand Haitians at your at the Mexican border before. Why all of a sudden right. now? Does isn't that mm -hmm. kind of strange? They're getting all this publicity. Does, you know, how do they know to come here? You know, mm. uh, uh, and, and make this trek because uh, coming from Colombia um, up here, you cannot walk. No, you, know, I, I can't, you can't tell me that Haitians walk some four or five thousand miles to get here. Right. Now, how they get here? Why they get here? They don't look like they've been starving. No, not at all. Not at all. Well, they look healthy. They look healthy. Um, that's an interesting perspective. I haven't heard anyone um, kind of break it down like that before. But yeah. we are we're going to start the process to close it out. All right. Um, All BGS, right. did you want to say anything in closing? No, I was just you know I you know I got sidetracked a little bit, but about uh -huh. uh, uh, about attention, okay, and uh, but especially attention from white men, right? And mm -hmm. why do you get why black women have always sought attention from white men? It's not mm -hmm. new. Okay, they saw the. In other words, if you look at the history, black women were not brought here to be the husbands of black men. They're hard, they're brought here to breed for white men, mm. which which they did for for you know which they did for their slave masters. So they bred. If you read uh, Diane Stewart's uh, book, uh, uh, Black Women, Black Love. Okay, after emancipation. Okay. The, the North came in and forced uh, black people out of their normal mating patterns and forced them together into family units. They weren't put together uh, organically. They were forced together. Mm -hmm. And that's how come. And they never allowed this stuff to be fixed. So they never allowed black men and women to kind of figure out uh, their what they're doing. In fact, uh, basically, uh, what's his name? Uh, e. Franklin Frazier said it in his book, right? The Negro Family United States. Most black marriages were marriages of convenience because you had to get together mm -hmm. to survive. 
So and you don't think, but out, outside of being, okay, like when we were brought to this country, mm-hmm. do you think that we ever had a loving relationship with each Some other? Some did. Some did. Okay. But Some it was did. mostly out of necessity. But most of the, most of the stuff is out of necessity. Because if, if I listen to my grandmother talk about her husband, this was out of necessity. Okay. And and what happens when the necessity is not there anymore? That's how come why, you why uh, do that? <laughs> always do that. <laughs> huh? What? <laughs> That's probably what it is. <laughs> what? What? What'd you the, say, the what? uh, Black Wizard? I, I didn't get what you said. Oh my bad. Um, my my uh my kid was fighting me. I didn't mean to unmute. Oh okay. <laughs> oh okay. Oh. Um, uh, basically, read read Diane Stewart's uh, book. She, I, a lot of stuff because she's a feminist. I don't like what she said. Some things I disagree with. But the thing is, what she, what she starts telling the history about how black men and women are actually forced together. Um, uh, it's uh, it's 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 uh, uh it's it, it quite telling. How come we have the dissension? And the, um, Monaghan found that out when uh, with uh, Monaghan scissors, right? When uh, uh, right after uh, uh, during the civil rights movement, when it when they actually tasked to give black men's uh, jobs and put them into the workforce to bring down welfare, but he found out even though black men were getting jobs and unemployment was actually going down, black uh, welfare was still going up. And what he was finding out that black women really didn't want to be tied to their men. Mm. So that has to be worked out. Do black women gonna have? Do you really want your men? If you don't want your men, let them go. You okay, know what? I think, um, like I said, I think it hasn't gotten cold enough. I think as long as we're still able to have money and resources and dick whenever we want, mm-hmm. I, I think it, it's 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 done. It, it's mm-hmm. over with. Well, good on them. Then, then they don't. Then black men should be free to associate with whatever woman will uh, is the best one for them. Yeah, but the whole thing is, we say we don't care, mm-hmm. um, but not caring about some shit is total indifference to me. Mm-hmm. Like uh, there are certain things that I just do not concern myself with when I don't give a damn about it. But mm-hmm. when I do give a damn about something, I'm commenting on it. I'm making sure I stay in the know about what's going on with them. Um, it's an abusive I, relationship. Is it what it's really like. is. Um, but I think that we're uh, fooling ourselves when we say we don't care. Um, our men are the first line of protection. And to me, that is what it is. But, well, you, you know, you're social, you're social, okay, you're socializing boys. Uh, I can tell you right now. I can tell you right now, because guess who I talk to? I talk to the men, especially, the, you know, I talk to Generation Z and Generation Z said I'm completely on point because they're completely indifferent about uh, about being race loyal. They're not race yeah. loyal anymore. They're not. So it's, it's just so basically this argument that we're having is a boomer and Gen X uh, uh, argument because the younger millennials and the Z's. And God, you know, the A's, which haven't come to A's yet, they don't care. It's not. This is not a debate for them. It's not even a debate. Okay, if, if a black woman don't give me that sister attitude, she can stay over there. I'm, you know, so Myling and, and and Marisol and whoever else is out there. Okay, if, if, if I'm gonna get more from them and get better treatment, that's where I'm gonna go. Yeah. And that's what's happening. I, every time I talk to them, that's what happens. So who do you, I ask them? I ask the the men to come on my panel. Uh, who does your son date? Okay, and I could tell you, uh, 
seven times out of ten, she's not black. Okay, I asked the, the, all my the Generation Z, right? The younger millennials and people twenty five and under. Who do you date? Seven times out of ten, she ain't black. I'm saying this is a trend, and this this should concern black women. This should concern older black women that care about their daughters. You are absolutely correct. Well, I so I don't several, go ahead. several people on my panels or come on the show or whatever. And out here in general public, to be exact, that mm -hmm. would, um, they still live by that. He better not bring no white bitch to my house. Mm -hmm. Well, bitch, put him out because she coming. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like it's really like that. These guys, if 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 she ain't coming, he coming. Mm -hmm. he, a little white girl or a little white boy. But your child is getting ready to date outside his race. Mm hmm. My, my, you know what I ask? I said, if if you don't want them to date a white woman, a white girl, or a Latina girl, or whatever, why do you send them to school with them? Hmm. Mm. Well, um, yeah, I'm gonna read the super chat. Shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, BGS, they're not just seeking attention from gay men. Black women are sleeping with them in mass. I know this as fact. They've been doing that for years. They've been. I, I'll, I'll tell you a real quick story, okay? Uh, I, I got I had a, I had a gay uncle. Guy rest his soul. He died like twenty five years ago, right? And he had a boyfriend, right? So uh, they his quote unquote boyfriend had a birthday party. And we at his house. So we all go, me and my girlfriend, we all go to this to this guy's house, right? Guess what? We walk in. Or guess what we see? We see his wife and children. What? We see his wife and children, yes. No, rewind that whole story because I'm all the way through. Baby, I, I thought I had just had a little stroke real quick. What you say? In other words, and in, in other words, outside no, uh my my uncle's boyfriend who's gay mm -hmm. is married and has two not married to a, a woman and has two teenage daughters well it, it's it's not even far-fetched because i do know men in similar situations so mm -hmm. it's not on her it's definitely not on her mm -hmm. now when you say in mass i um, say in mass yeah, but Andrew's uh, ratchet self will always, always, always. <laughs> um, yeah, it can't be. It's not that many gay people, so it can't be in mass. Well, 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 well. So it's less. It's less than ten percent. Listen, I went to Atlanta. If I'm not mistaken, it was just before the pandemic, not long before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And one of the panelists up there. I was completely mute. Imagine that. I had nothing to say because I was livid. But mm -hmm. I was my own feelings and beliefs. Well, the lady was saying, you know, she's from Atlanta. She said the best sex is a threesome with two gay men. Baby, I'm going <laughs> to drop the channel already, Susie. Your ass got to go. You got to go, huh? <laughs> ready to put me out like y'all already put me out. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we got we got down low men and even lower women, huh? You know, women women are on the down low probably more than men. Shit, I know some girls who they can't um because men do see that as a certain way. Um, 
it's not all about sex and threesomes for men who want serious relationships mm-hmm. and women who are bisexual tend to have the most problems and that's documented so mm-hmm. um yeah men are like oh hell no mm-hmm. good for a side chick <laughs> <laughs> that part but mm-hmm. um we are going <laughs> to go ahead and wrap it up um panther what are your final thoughts Yeah, um, uh, I'm gonna just say that, you know, before getting into marriage, uh, our brothers and sisters should be taught how to handle uh, a relationship. Um, You know, throughout school programs, we don't have anything that teaches our kids, brothers and sister, how to build and have a strong relationship. Uh, we don't have such program in school, uh, in university, in colleges. We do not have that. And I think that's a big problem. Um, boys and girls are being taught uh, very little at home by their parents. Some of them don't have parents. And this is causing a lot of, pro- a lot of problems. So what I would suggest here uh, as a solution is to, to have um, some type of program in our black community or at school that is going to uh, teach, um, you know, our brothers and sister how to have and build a strong, good relationship. Um, A lot of troubles in marriage and divorce um, could have been prevented if we had such process put in place, uh, but unfortunately we do not. So the problem here is not brothers or sister, the problem is the system. Thank you. Oh, he said that. Well, thank you so much, Panther. Um, really, really appreciate your contribution to our conversation. Um, hopefully you'll join us again. Um, really enjoyed your your conversation. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, Sizzle, this is one for the books. Um, We always, always, always enjoy when you come and grace us with your presence. And the um, huh? And foolishness. Yes, we love it. Um, Tell the people what else you got going on and where they can find you. Well, I have laid low for a little while, but I'm getting ready to crank it back up and get a full tank of gas for sizzle after dark and that's sizzle after dark everywhere um that's facebook instagram youtube you name it it's sizzle after dark i've sat down so i can gather a whole lot more material and i have it all now so i'm ready to go back and add it again um thank you guys so much for having me i really 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 always have fun and so enlightened every time i hang up with you guys i'll be like now what <laughs> well, we thoroughly enjoy you. You are so entertaining, and we never know what to expect when you open oh. your mouth. <laughs> Find me a man. Don't talk to me unless you call. Me. <laughs> hey, I want to introduce you to. We got you, Silver. We gonna have to get Platinum over here to host. Uh, oh, that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up there for the longest. I would love to come and actually do a live show with you guys. Yeah, that, that would be fire. 
Yes. Yeah. Let, let's uh let's put that into the works, concrete. Let's yeah. put that on pop. That would be fun. Be fun. Do something where we can actually invite guests and also do it live, and you know, and and work on this chemistry and get it together. I'm sure. I'm positive it will pop and be a enlightening because what I love is how we have a difference in opinion and we each have our own platforms, which is totally different. So. Yeah. I'd be excited and delighted to come. Just set it up. I'm not up there unless you want me to pull some strings from here. We show. We definitely will put that yeah. in the works. Yes. I love that. I love it, love it, love it. But um, thank you so much, um, Sizzle, for joining us. Like she yes. said, you guys can find her on IG, Facebook, and YouTube, all under the same name, <laughs> Sizzle, after Mother and Dark. Mm. TikTok everywhere. That part. Everywhere, it's all sizzle after dark. Okay, okay. Well, thank you guys for joining us, Concrete. Do you have any final thoughts, honey? Because you know, no, this was what? enjoyable. I <laughs> I usually have my notes, um, but this was enjoyable. I enjoyed it. I think that it was um, pretty lighthearted in the beginning and pretty much throughout. So I enjoyed it. Um, just it was a good panel and good discussion surrounding the topic. So yeah. Shout out to everybody who came through on the panel and in the chat. Thank you so much for the super chats. And shout out to Kit Clouds for the cash app. Um, you know, he always talking about somebody with straws and straw men. Yeah. And then, <laughs> he maybe. was talking big cash, cash money, but he always definitely supports. And we appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, you guys have a great start to your week and we will see you guys back here on Wednesday. We are out. Peace.